and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. Here we are. Yes. Yes. Here we are. Books. Uh, Yes, books. Speaking of books, we went to the local library. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Libraries are great, guys. Yeah, and I didn't realize how many comic books they have there. They had quite a few. They they really did. You could you checked out quite a few things. I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to read them all. Well, you can always recheck them out. I know. So you can That's read. It's not fair to the people that actually want to read them. Yeah, but you checked them out because you want to read them. I do. Yes, yes, yes. Should probably do that. I know I will. Well, I got the so I got the first volume. I think it's of. Doom Patrol by Grant Morrison, mm-hmm. which is something I've always wanted to buy, but I don't know if I want to read. So, or I, I want to read. Okay, it's something I've always wanted to read, but I don't know if I want to buy. There you go. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, man. I want to get into that weird stuff. Like, I like weird stuff, but I like Doom Patrol being weird. But I figured I'd give it a shot. Uh-huh. And I've always heard great things about it, so I think it's worth a, worth a shot. Sure. Uh, I picked up... Uh, it's a Super Sons collection. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't think, have we ever done a Super Sons book here? Because there is one that I really want to do. The one where they go to that island. With the women? Yes. I don't think we've ever done that. We should. I think we That's should. a trip. Yeah, well, we should probably bust that one out. That's a trip. Yeah. There's a lot, I mean, yeah, because I feel, it's a, it's a World's Finest, right? Yes. Yeah, so then we should, I don't think we've done it. I mean, we've done a ton of World's Finest. Yes, but not this particular yeah, one. I don't know this particular one. Been, it's quite a bit of a while, so maybe we're due. I think we might be. Yeah, so I'll have to get that one. I'll do some Super Sons. But I have a collection of that. And I also got uh, Spider-Man and the Death of Gene DeWolf. Okay. Which is uh, a th- uh, it's, it's tragic as fuck. Cool. From the 80s. I'd like to be some good tragic comics from the 80s. Yep. Being like, Spider-Man, he's not your neighborhood spider-man he's just a tragic motherfucker <laughs> you know that's kind of that stuff so sure so i'm very excited about that oh what else what is it that we wanted to bring up because there's something i don't know libraries are great don't harass people who get cast as batwoman on twitter or just any comic book character are they harassing her yeah she left twitter and who gives a shit? Just, i don't just i don't know act. this is what i don't get i don't know why people give a fuck like who do they want to? There are so many things that I hate. Uh huh. I've never. You just like a lot of things. I like. I hate so many things, but I've never tweeted at like you know Ben Affleck to tell him that I really hated Batman, like him as Bat. I didn't actually hate him as Batman, but like I never tweeted at Ben Affleck to be like, "Hey man, just sleek fucking blue dicks." Like I never. Why? Why would I bother? That's a lot, you know. Why I- the fuck <laughs> would I bother? I don't care. I do not care that much. You can look. This is this is how I look at Twitter sometimes. Is is that it's evil and that we should all leave well, it's it? It's evil and it shouldn't exist. But and none of us should use it. No, no, we're not. We're not. We're not meant to use. We really shouldn't. Man was not meant to to speak in 280 characters. No, unless if they're writing microfiction. Yes, and if you're doing something, that's the thing. Yeah, you know, you can do that and fucking write them on beer bottles and shit like the Mm -hmm. one person did. But I've never. There's okay. No, I have. There's been a few instances where maybe I've tweeted at somebody something 
negative or not negative, but just yeah. I mean, it's just it's just it's just in a negative connotation. It's not going to insult sure. maybe directly, but it's also. I mean, I've yelled at Enterprise Renicar over Twitter because of their fucking computer bullshit. Yeah, I mean, you could you could talk. And I was talk. like, oh my god, I just stood in line for four hours because your computers are down, you dicks. But yeah. I mean, that's the extent of it. I've never just been like, I'm going to just relentlessly harass. That's just like, well, that's there's a difference. That's just a director of a movie I don't like on Twitter. I don't get yeah. it. As that justified, you know, you had service problems with a place that probably that's what twitter is for yeah you could use that but, but people use twitter just to be Log- like to lodge a complaint via twitter right but it's, the thing about twitter it's it will create what's crazy is that you these are people you've never met in your life and you will never meet and you will never meet like i could tell you that i could i could safely say that 99.9 percent of those people that tweet at ruby rose will never meet her no of course not Never see, never get a chance to be in the vicinity of her. Yeah. In their entire lives, yet they are bold enough, entitled enough. I guess. I mean, it is a platform, and you know, if you do it within the, uh, and if you're speaking to somebody with within some parameters, even though the parameter those parameters on Twitter are very loose, you know, I mean, they could be used you know whatever you know it's free speech and everything i mean look i get it but you know you're bold enough though to be like hey ruby rose blah 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 die or whatever it is that people are saying to her right there's something about the character of a person it's like you basically are just outing yourself as a piece of shit yeah it's just it's never occurred to me to be like i'm gonna go after this person just tell them to kill themselves even even if there's like i don't i don't even understand the thought process look here's the thing here's a here's something else too and i'm gonna i'm gonna use i'm gonna use this person's name because he doesn't listen listen to this fucking podcast i don't give a shit the whole shit with chris hartwick Mm. okay i'm just gonna say i am not a fan of him yeah you have your opinions i have my opinions of him and a lot of the stuff that came out about him you know in that post that that was alleged Mm. you know that was implied that it was him sure yeah, you know, we can't because it wasn't actually like he was never was, named. Yeah, he was never named and everything like that. But it was applied, uh-huh. and people made those deductions and stuff like that. Just knowing from what I've heard from other people, you know, based on those experiences, and I mean, I've only actually met the guy once, mm-hmm. and the only other interaction I had with him was when he DM'd me once because I correct. It was like very early on in the Nerdist podcast where he was talking to like it was like an episode with Adam Carolla or something. And he was talking about those Lost Boys, and he made something, some sort of incorrect. I thought I thought he made something incorrect. He said something incorrectly about the movie or something. And I was like, "Haha!" This this is one of those times where I was like, "Haha!" I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say something to this person and tag them in it, you know. Mm. And then for some reason, he decided to DM me and say, "No, it wasn't like that." And then and since I couldn't, since he didn't follow me, I couldn't DM him back and say, "Oh man, I'm sorry." You know, I'd have to give him a public apology by tweeting at him. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how that works. But that, I don't think it's like that anymore with DMs. Oh, I don't know how I DMs work. I, I guess. But so based on those two interactions, you know, with him personally, I have my things against him and I'm not. And I've, I've watched him on TV. and I'm just like, uh, whatever. Yeah. So but I've never gone on my way of all the stuff that's going on with him. Yeah. Recently, I've never decided to be like, hey. I'm going to tweet about him. Fuck that guy. And say, right? fuck that guy. And I'm going to say, but I'm just going to go on a diatribe. That's not in me. And some people just, 
you know, that's how they're, they're supposed to spend their fucking time. People, some people are just like saying, it's like, you know, they can't I mean, Dude, look, I've never even tweeted at Trump to tell him to go fuck himself. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't, I don't. Everybody tells Trump to go fuck himself on Twitter. That's what Twitter is for. I've never even done that. I think maybe the only thing closest I've done to this, and I will, I will come clean in saying that, I'm not come clean because it's, I'm not really hiding anything, but like, you know, maybe if I've tweeted a picture of something and I might tag you might tag somebody that's like a tangentially rated joke or something sure. like that. But it's I don't think I've ever made an overt maybe I have because somebody's maybe you can find it. Sure. I don't know. But I can't recall a time where I've been like, hey, I'm gonna go find that person and tell them to fuck off. Yeah. I'm gonna have such a diverse reaction to a movie I saw or a television show or a book I read and tell somebody overtly to eat shit. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'll die. tell DC Comics overtly to eat shit, but, but they're not, an entity. But they're an entity. I'm not talking about the creator. I'm not because you know what? A lot of times it's not. We do the, that. We we use their names here. Yeah, we do that here. But you know what? I don't think I've ever just been like, "Hey, you." Even with that thing when they, you know, did the whole Batman Catwoman wedding that doesn't was you know wasn't the wedding. Da 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 da. da. I wasn't like fuck Tom King like. Yeah. I if was like, fuck had... DC editorial for fucking spoiling that whole shit. We all knew it wasn't going to happen, but then yeah. they like blew this out of proportion. And how do I trust this company? If That's anybody... an entity. Yeah. If anybody has grievances to air with particular people that write that they let w- would let cr- certain creators, it would be you with regard to Catwoman. Totally. Like, I'm surprised you've never. I've never take... tweeted at Anna Senti. Yeah. I don't even know if she's on Twitter. But I've never just been Hopefully like. Hopefully she's not. She Hopefully. probably isn't. And God bless her if she isn't. You know what? Really, none of us should be on Twitter. I've really been thinking about just shutting my whole account down. Because it's a fucking cesspool of garbage. Yeah. Like, I look, I've known I've said. I've never been, I know I'm, I'm. I'm sure I've been a dick on Twitter. I'm yeah, not going to sure say that I haven't. But I don't think I've ever, like, gone after anybody just for no fucking reason. It's or, like, a sustained, like, kill yourself. I'm going to, you know, find you and doubt, you know, dox you. I've never Why don't done it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, 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 that doesn't. I might be like, hey, man, this thing you did was uncool. But I'm not going to be like, you know what? And then, like, for three or four days, just be like, fuck you, fuck you. You know, I don't, I don't do that shit. It doesn't even condone on me to do that shit. there's so much energy that has to go into that that's the thing i'm like what the fuck are you wasting your time for that is such a it's such a waste of time i bear i look time okay i don't have any time people don't realize a lot of people these days don't that that fuck with twitter and do all this shit you gotta fucking understand time is a commodity yes and the shit that you're doing that shit if you're going out of your way to harass ruby rose, ruby rose for playing batwoman which for whatever fucking for whatever thing. reason, I don't know. I don't. I, like I, said, I, I don't, don't even know. know. I heard ones that they were. Some people were pissed because she was going to be a gay character. But that's what isn't that but what she that woman is. is gay? Uh, but then other people were pissed because they were like, "Well, Ruby Rose isn't gay enough." But I don't get that either because Ruby Rose has been out for a while. Huh? So I'm just like, how gay do you have to fucking right? Be? I'm like, is is there a f- what does that even mean? Like, how do you? Who did? Like, who the fuck says what's gay enough? Like, what does that even mean? So I don't know. And are, you just, I, are I, they I, just upset? Are they upset that she's playing Catwoman or, or Batwoman, or that somebody is playing Batwoman at all? And is there somebody else that should be playing Batwoman that is gay enough? Well, and- that's the thing. Like, how do you? Who says what's gay enough? Or who says? Apparently, these people on Twitter. Who says what's too gay? I don't get it. Like. 
how do you get to be like the person who decides that or who gets to be the person who's like i don't like gay people on my tv playing canonically gay characters i'm like what the fuck what, what are we even talking about here people are all fucking idiots just uh, fucking watch it again too much time too much time how do you have so much laugh time? at that teen titans trailer where robin says fuck batman and never watch that because it's fucking stupid but like don't waste your time tweeting at ruby rose because she's i don't know not gay enough or whatever the fuck you think it is like i don't get it this is the curse of celebrities that... it's just the curse of or the, well, world the curse of the scourge of society we live in a dumpster so yeah never tweet never tweet all right delete well. your twitter <laughs> <laughs> delete your twitter delete your account seriously thinking about doing it anyway we should talk about a book now anyways uh before we do that let's let the people know we can find us on twitter at angry hero sean <laughs> and i'm at jen's dance field but i don't know for how much longer yeah we exist there i exist for I mean, now i'm sure everybody else is a show who's who are loyal to the show uh they will uh they will they, they're always nice to us yes most definitely. people are i i don't think i've really I, yeah no i've never yeah. And we, we we put up we put this out to the world every week. Oh, I know. Like you can listen. To, I mean, if you really want to hear me be a dick, just listen to this podcast. Yeah, no. If you want to hear us be shitty, you know, yeah. If you want to hear some shittiness, you just. I mean, if you thing. want to hear me be an asshole, please. There are so, how many episodes of this podcast? And you can, if you if you have uh, something to say about the show, you could rate and review. And you can email us on Apple Podcasts or emails so at worstcollectionever at gmail.com. So, oh, and we have a Facebook page. Which don't okay. We're not even gonna talk about Facebook. No. Ugh. Again, delete your account. Delete your account. Uh, All right. Yeah, let's talk about a book. Let's take our break. We'll come back. We'll talk about a book for this week. You like cheap comic books, right? Well, I'm Professor Allen, and I talk about cheap comic books on the Quarterbin Podcast. In every episode, I'll dissect a single comic from my collection, as long as I paid no more than 25 cents for the issue. Forget about $4 new comics that you can read in four minutes, or crossover events that can cost 100 bucks to collect. Join me in the quarter bin, where even bad comics are a bargain, and good ones are a steal. The Quarter Bin Podcast is part of the Relatively Geeky Podcast Network. Visit us at relativelygeekypodcast.blogspot.com or search Relatively Geeky or Quarter Bin Podcast in iTunes. I guarantee it'll be worth every penny. All right, we're back with our book for this week. I feel very, actually very uh, relieved. Do you feel better? Yeah, I feel a little bit. I feel good. Did you feel better about after we ranch about Twitter for a while? Yeah, it's it's good to rant about Twitter because it doesn't make any sense. So it's I true. Felt, I felt good to kind of get that get that air out. Just okay, whoosh, whoosh. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you feel better. So our book for this week is uh, from the '90s because that's how. And we... it is so '90s. Oh, it's too fucking. 90s. This this is the the days of the '90s where all where the women had those extremely long asses. Oh yeah, that we are. We we're are, we, we're we, smack dab in the middle of long ass territory. Are, this is, but yeah, we're doing uh, X Men Volume Two. So this is the X Men Blue Team. It's always confusing because there was X Men. So yeah, it's actually X Men Volume Two. So X Men Volume Two Number Thirty One from April Nineteen. Um, I'm probably going to say Ninety Four. Yeah. As uh, we were explaining, now actually, I think I had this book back when it first came out. Mm. That's why, and I think I found it. Uh, I found this at Pulp Fiction in Culver City, and uh, I decided to pick it up. On the cover here, it's uh, three ladies. One of them is Psylocke. One of them is Psylocke. And the other is 
Revanche. Is that yeah. how you say that? You know, I think so. Revanche. Revanche. R e v a n c h e. It's like ranch, but with it's a reverend in it. Is Reverend Ranch. Reverend Reverend Ranch. That's if your favorite salad dressing decided to start a church. <laughs> Ooh, I would go to the Church of Ranch. Uh, yeah. Would there be, would there be ranch in the in the commute in the um the what they? I went to I went to church forever, and I don't know what the frick those things are called. Well, walk we're, in we're the holy like, water, holy water. Oh, there's I don't. A that, there's a name for those. There's I don't. A, there's a, there's You're a, asking the wrong Catholic. Yeah, I know. I was like, I, <laughs> bad Catholic. Uh, whatever those are, uh, you know, you, you, there's to be ranch in there, mm. and then when you get the communion, you dip it in ranch. Uh, sure. Yeah, you could do that. So can or I? Di- or the priest dips it in ranch for you and puts it in your mouth. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. It's all just gross everywhere. It's dripping all over the floor. It just dips the dips the part of it. it doesn't doesn't like do a big helping. You know, it's I don't like know. He's... I don't know how people are dipping. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people like to put a lot of dip. You know, that actually would be uh, a good sermon at the at the Church of Ran uh, the Ranch Church about Ran- mo- dipping in moderation. He'd be like, he'd be like, you know, he'd just be up there, you know, time for the homily. He'd be like. How y'all dipping? <laughs> Can I have an unpopular opinion? Yes. Ready? Mm-hmm. I don't like ranch that much. I would rather have blue cheese. It's a bit overrated. Ranch is not my thing. I never order ranch when we're out. Mm-hmm. I, n- I don't buy it. I like blue cheese better. <laughs> you know what I discovered recently mm. is the the coleslaw dressing oh yeah because your mom busted that out recently yeah it was probably my dad's idea to be honest yeah i'm sure your dad was probably like "Ooh." yes my dad who eats literally like a 13 year old boy i am a i'm a big fan of coleslaw in general yes you are and i know that's not i mean it tastes like coleslaw there's a certain crisp tanginess to it Mm. so i'm a big fan sadly this this comic book is not about rant about salad dressing no it's not but it should be actually it'd be great if it was just the x-men just looking at the fridge being like oh look at that salad dressing like because her fills the fridge just filled with salad dressing i mean what kind of salad dressing do you think like beast would go for beast is uh do you think he's like a french dressing kind of guy no he's kind of refined he's doing like a raspberry vinaigrette oh you're right you know and it's probably a homemade one he's definitely he's definitely doing homemade vinaigrettes yeah he got like the recipe out of like bon appetit magazine and he makes it himself yeah he's making he's making you're he's right making his, beast is making his own vinaigrette he guys. absolutely is you're 100 you're 100 right don't at me <laughs> you're deleting your account how can anybody at you i know what if i I'm, I'm, don't <laughs> at me i'm not looking at my at my mentions but beast makes his own dressing <laughs> no you're right about that and i i, I believe i will it. stand by that i agree with you if hank mccoy was a real person i'd be like yo how you dipping and he'd be like, I'm making myself. He's like, I don't dip. I don't dip. I spritz. Oh, 100% spritz. <laughs> he spritz with his, with his own uh, he probably got atomizer. Well, that's the thing. He got that's it from, gl- from Williams and Sonoma. Oh, yeah. He got a really nice one, like top of the line. He researched them before he bought them. And he spritzes. Oh, he spritzes. Yes. All right. Let's talk about this dumb book. Uh, X-Men, number 31, April 1994. Uh, on the cover, we've got uh, Psylocke. We've got Revanche. Reverend Ranch. Reverend Ranch. And uh, in between them in the back. remember this girl's name. Spiral. Spiral. Spiral Pasta. So I, when first looking at this cover, 
I thought that everyone was holding a sword. Well, they are. Uh, well, I thought they're holding many swords, and then I realized that Spiral has many arms. Spiral has four arms. Yes. No, six arms. No, six. Four. Say four? Three, six. She has six. Spiral has a lot of arms, so I was like, why does it, why so many swords? And now I know why. Because she has many arms. And, and the, it took me a second to realize this. And the story is called, well, this is called Revelations yeah. on the cover, but the story is called Soul Possessions, A Tale of the X-Men. No shit. Yeah. I thought, so, it was, I thought it was a tale of the metal men. So we start in Japan, in Tokyo, I think. Yeah, so we're starting off with a flashback here. Yes, of uh, so, what's her face. So, so there's a lot of this. So this is like one of those where, where like Psylocke and Revanche have well, swapped bodies slash minds and well, have the same memories or something. Well, here, let me explain. Please do. Uh, so basically what happened was Betsy Braddock, who is Psylocke. Yes. She went through the siege peril. Because she's a, she's a mutant. Yes. That has these power, you know, these psychic powers or whatever. And way back in like X-Men, you know, this is back in like the 80s. Uh-huh. And they went through some sort of dimensional portal. And something happened where she came out of the portal and she was amnesic. And and everything, and it just happened that at the time where she appeared out of this portal, uh, what happened was because going back because because that's Betsy. Okay, so we got Betsy, right? And right? uh, now in Japan, uh-huh. you have this. Uh, oh, what is her name? Well, you have Revanche or Kawanin. Yeah, Kawanin. Kawanin, and she had so basically Kawanin was like this badass assassin. Yes. That worked with uh, the hand. So mm-hmm. the hand, which maybe you remember from yeah, yeah. Daredevil. Yes. So she was a part of the hand. And then she had this dude with the hair. That's her boyfriend. Her boyfriend or her lover, uh, Matsuo, uh-huh. who was also like a badass assassin. Yes. And at some point, they had to fight each other. And when we do see that in the book, right. they fought each other. And she fell over the like over the fucking ledge or something and some like some cliff. Yeah. And she ended up basically like being all damaged and She was know, dead. She was she was essentially basically dead. Basically dead. She was basically dead. But they recover he, he this guy recovered Matsuo recovered her body and took it to the hand and they put her in like a thing so they can try to keep her alive and he wanted <laughs> to bring her back. Mm-hmm. So it just happened that Betsy Braddock came out of the siege perilous or this dimensional portal and she was amnesic and they found her and they're and the guy was like, Hey, you know, it'd be dope is if we switched, you know, if we kind of like took my, my girl's memories, you know, in this, this Kiwanan girl and we kind of put her into Betsy Braddock. And then, and then at some point spiral who works for Mojo, Mm-hmm. Gave her cybernetic eyes. Yeah, they're, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, gave Revanche, mm-hmm. who is the new, uh, who who is in Betsy Braddock's body, but Betsy Braddock and her name, her real, her 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 real personality, her real soul, or whatever, went into this Kwanan's body. Yeah, and she. That's why, you know, it starts off with, like, you know, Betsy was, you know, looks like, you know, she's not Asian, you know, originally. But then when she becomes, she kind of becomes, 
she becomes Asian. Yeah, this whole thing's confusing. It's confusing. It's really hard to explain, but basically, so like that whole thing, that's the backstory. That's the backstory. Basically, we see a lot of flashbacks. We see a lot of flashbacks. We start with, in the first, like in the present is Spiral is like watching what's going on through uh, Revanche's uh, bionic eyes. Uh Uh-huh. And as she's watching it, uh, Revanche is at the X-Men mansion. Because she's kind of become like... She just sort of showed up at the X-Men well, and no, she's, she's like, she's help. Been, she's been there to help and she kind of became a little bit of the team, but she's not really... Right. Yeah. And then Dr. You know, Charles is trying to help her and all this sort of stuff, whatever. So what we see is her with the sword. Charles is sleeping in bed. He looks like he's smiling. Too, oh, he's way. having the best He's sleep. just like... It is actually, it's almost one of those, like, when you put your hands together with your kid and, like, put them underneath your head and you go, to pretend you're asleep. That's, like, what he fucking looks like right now. He's having the most delightful sleep. (laughs) Yeah, he really is. He's (laughs) And so, but she's, like, standing over him uh, with the sword and she's getting ready to, like, chop his head off. And Spiral's like, oh, goody, he's good. The head of the X-Men's going to be headless. Ah, joy. And then she loses is the signal right i also want to point out that uh, this is something that i kind of find i mean i guess he doesn't have much friends or family who charles charles yeah i mean at this point you know i mean he's got no one likes him yeah i mean yeah no one likes him. No one likes him. <laughs> but that's not true everybody loves but he's got like a but... picture on his bedstand of sila of uh of uh cyclops and gene gray well those are his only friends those only friends so then what happens is so the the connection goes out and then now we cut to uh, Charles waking up Psylocke to be like, yeah, I found this sword with a note by my bed and she's gone. Yeah. And Psylocke is like, don't worry, Professor X, I'm still wearing a thong <laughs> in this scene. <laughs> that's what he tells. Yeah, that's what he tells. He's like, Thank hang you. on. I'm in my underwear. <laughs> don't worry. Check it out. I'm still in a thong just in case you were worried you were not going to see enough of my ass. Just just in case you didn't realize. I realize this man is my teacher, but, but I'm I, just going to wear this thong around him. Look, let me tell you. Because why not? Look, I know you it's came in. It's not weird. He's like, you came in my room. I'm just here to inform you that I sleep like a sexy 90s woman. Well, yeah, I've got this long ass. I have like, the <laughs> just longest ass. I have the longest ass and it makes jeans look weird. So I just wear thongs constantly. You know, yeah, so here's the sword, and there's a note attached, and she's, you know, apparently she just, you know, revenge left to... Yeah, and they're like, no one knows where she went. Uh, And then Charles leaves, but he's psychic, but he didn't catch this. Well, here's the thing. I think that the reason why he doesn't check her head... Oh, he can't? He, I don't think he can, because I think there's something, like... Oh, you're right. Because she's a super high telepath, too. So, I don't... Yeah, but something's going on because he can't, like, ever since they switched to, like, something with their brains and stuff, like, he can't read her. Whatever. But don't worry. Revenge left Psylocke uh, two gorgeous purple bionic eyeballs. Fuck yeah. That's gross. She's like, yo, these are some sweet-ass eyeballs. And then now we cut, you know, yeah, we got... And then uh, we've got some more flashbacks about, like, Revenge and her boyfriend and how much they love each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, standing on rooftops together. Yeah, and uh, apparently uh, they were. There's a, lot, there's a lot of talking in this book. Yeah, basically, it's just a moment where they're like, you know, we might have to at some point kill each other. And I'm like, well, that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. You know, because we step, step, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're both we're assassins. You know, and I've got this you know, is what we do. Matsu has got like this sweet ass hair, and he's he's like, got an eye patch. 
Yeah, I know. He's, he, he, he got his eye patch after at some point. Yeah. Then we are in the present when he was like looking at a picture of him and and his girlfriend. And now he's like, oh, she left me. I'm so mad. Like, oh, my heart's broken. And that's when we see a bunch of hands. Yeah. Like peeling an apple and being like, well, I can help you. And he's like, well, you already said that. He's like, well, all, all I promised is that she would walk out of that like genetic chamber. And she did. Yeah. You know, I, I have no part in this. Clearly, it's spiral. Yeah, it's spiral. You know, it's, the spiral's there, and she's peeling an apple. Here's the thing. She, so she peels an apple entirely. And then she, like... Slices off a piece of the this completely de-skinned apple, and then just throws it on the ground. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, eh. Yeah. And it's a waste of an apple. It really was. Um, and so then we're back in the X-Men mansion. Psylocke is training in the danger room. How does she move her body like this? Uh, let's, let's, well, that's let's what describe. happens when you have a really long ass. Let's describe. It's just a lot of extra joints. Let's describe. So instead of just having like one hip joint, you have like five. Describe what we see here. How, how, what, how is I she can't, I don't even think I can describe it. So, She's upside down. Her left arm is is punching her left arm isn't holding a sword both of her hands are holding swords and they're slashing to the right it's like she's doing kind of a cartwheel ish well okay this is, this is what this is what i see so i see a bunch of hair and an ass really that's all well, I see. That's pretty much what you see her arms are slashing to the right with a sword her head is moving is towards the left and then her waist though Kind of towards the left. It's turning towards the left, and her legs are, like, outstretched. Yeah. And, like, twisted, and, like, her waist is twisted almost, like, 90 degrees. Yeah. Like, I You know, again, I think it's when you have a really long ass, you have, mm-hmm. like, a bunch of hip joints. It's kind of like, think about, it, like, a six-shooter gun. That's, like, your hip joints. Yeah. You have that many hip joints. You're, like, just goes... Yeah, pretty much. It's like Halloween. Wait, what? The movie. Oh, wait. That's Jason. That's Friday the 13th. Oh, is it? I mean, like, Yeah, yeah. Is it Friday the 13th? I have to watch those again. Well, Halloween's like... Wait, what's the Halloween one? Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Whichever one is... Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's Friday the 13th. So, and then she's doing kind of like a... Oh, here's one where she just looks like she's like she looks farting like she's, on a robot. I was gonna say she looks like she's hitting a robot in the face with her ass. Well, I mean, essentially, again, she is. her her giant, many jointed hip ass. Uh, oh yeah, that's a hip ass. Uh, it's Look, a, she, she might be farting on it. I think she is farting on it. And then a hologram of Angel shows up. But as Angel as he as uh you know not Archangel like not Archangel Angel. but in his like his old school Angel outfit and she's like he's like oh man you're. Uh, you're kicking some ass and she's like you're not real you're not real so she slices him yeah and then who is this guy warren well that's that's angel oh really so this is angel okay so now we have archangel this is not him as archangel though is it yes but he doesn't have his archangel outfit on i thought archangel was so he's not a bad guy now no no, what happened, basically what happened with Angel was that he... he again, the X-Men are so fucking confusing. So basically what happened with Angel was that he, you know, warring words, yes. he had his wings, yep. whatever, he was yep. in Defenders, whatever, and then he then uh, X-Factor came along, he joined X-Factor, mm-hmm. and then the Mutant Massacre came along, and they fucking stabbed his wings up, and, you know, a bunch of the, 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 the you know, the guys they were fighting, mm-hmm. and they had to amputate his wings. Okay. Okay? But he was so depressed, and he was like... Yo, I want to be be back being being dope and shit, and 
apocalypse shows up and he's like, yeah, I can help you with that, but you got to be like my slave and you're going to be archangel. I'm going to make your skin blue. Sure. Why not? And you're going to have that outfit that everybody, you know, that you probably would recognize. And, you know, eventually, you know, he was a bad guy and then he turned face. Okay. You know, and then he ended up joining the X-Men proper, you know, and here he is. Dressed like a waiter. Yes, he's he's, he's Corbin Bur- uh, Baron Corbin. Yes, because uh, he's wearing like black pants, a white shirt, and a very skinny tie. Yeah, he's got that. That's a skinny ass tie. It's a very, especially for the '90s. That's a skinny ass tie. That's like a tie you'd wear today. Yo, he might be in the knack <laughs> or in the fucking cars. Yep. And shit. Yep. Fucking new he's wave. Gonna, he's gonna go join Devo right after this. <laughs> Actually, it'd be great if he's good because he's got this beautiful long blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, he just basically looks like Beast with blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, like, but, a, but, like a lighter Beast. And he's got his blue skin, and he's like, so she cuts through this hologram, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you, you want know, to go get some breakfast?" He's like, "Yo, I'm blue, but I need to eat." Yeah, and she's like, "Cool, let's go into town." And then we get my boy Beast, and he's having some upside down coffee. How does he drink that? I don't understand because here's okay, so he's holding. That's the thing. He's holding it like. I don't get well, it. Well, he's upside how, down, how but do he's, he's, he's sipping it, but the cup would just spill down up that, his nose. That's what I mean. That's why I don't understand. But here like, he's holding it upside down, even though right side up, even though he's upside down. Yeah, but how does he drink it at all? I don't know. Because he would just – because he have... he's like – he's talking to Charles. He's in Charles's, I'm assuming, study or office or whatever. He's hanging from the ceiling fan, which I don't think that would support Beast's weight. Well, maybe Charles. Like a... I'm going to say I'm going to say that Charles probably has the mansion beast proofed. Oh, does he? So that if Beast wants to hang off of something, it's supported enough that he can do it. Okay. I think he's planned this because you know because he's because Beast has been around for a while. He's like, yo, he's like, you probably when they first had the mansion, he's like, hey, you know, I see this Hank. You know, Hank's pretty beefy, so I'm gonna get like titanium fans sure in my in my they're made mansion. of vibranium and you make some vibranium you know it's like yo they only make vi- the only the only thing they make out of vibranium are it's... captain america's shield and my fans <laughs> uh, because beast wants to hang off of them so charles is like look i need your help because is he going somewhere Basically, yeah he's going to the xavier institute yeah, because I guess and something happened with the White Queen. The White Queen, something she became incapacitated, so she's like, so he's got to go like check that out. Yeah, and, but Beast is like, so let me get this straight. You want me to head the blue team, uh-huh. which I do, and now you want me to assume all the duties of taking care of the school. Yeah, while you run off to the institute. He's like, but I'll do it, but that's a lot of fucking work. Yeah, basically, he's like, I'll do oh, it. But also, it's- I'm supposed to be finding a cure. For the legacy virus. The legacy virus. That's really where my focus has been, uh, which is why I'm not a super active member of the X-Men right now, because I'm trying to cure all these mutants. Fucking A, right? I'm a doctor. That's right, Dr. Hank McCoy. <laughs> Dr. Hank McCoy. I love Beast. I always have. <laughs> yeah. So like, stop putting us all on Beast. Right? So so then we cut to like... So here's, a, here's our one scene of... Uh, Rogue and Gambit. Rogue and Gambit. Uh, Gambit... There's a lot going on I'm in this not, page. It's just, you know... Gambit is having a brooding cigarette in... In the mansion. In the but mansion. But he's wearing a sleeveless shirt. Oh, yeah. And, t- uh, and tiny shorts. He really does look like he should be outside of a sketchy gym. Maybe oh, yeah. like like a really old like gold gym that needs to be renovated. <laughs> just, just, just Gambit just sitting outside be like, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. 
you know, come that, do some preacher crow with me, Mona me. Pretty much, he's he's the guy who sells you steroids. <laughs> oh, you think he's? Oh, you think, you think he's? No, that's the what G- he looks like, though. I don't think he. I mean, he doesn't need to sell anybody. He doesn't need steroids. He's, I don't think he sells steroids. I think he's just selling. He just, just looks like. I think he's he just sells selling steroids. ecstasy. I don't yeah, think he's oh, selling. I don't think he's you know selling what? anything to help enhancers. I think he's just selling you know what? fucking eat. You're right. If anybody has ever loved ecstasy, it is Gambit. He's, oh, he's definitely going to roll. Would you like some ecstasy? So he stops by Rogue's room and she's like, just hanging out in like a shirt. She's got one of those like 80s shirts that kind of hangs off the shoulders. Like, yeah. And like it's really short. And that's, and, her, that's, her, that's her sleeping shirt. Yeah. And he's like, hey, didn't you want to have breakfast? And she's like, I just wanted to lay under the comforter. Comforter's only on her feet. She's like, I just wanted to lay yeah, under, no, the, what the with that? under my comforter and read my book. And he's like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, I'm okay. I mean, ever since New Orleans. Apparently something. Because Gavin had been serious or something happened. But did you read like this whole fucking breakfast thing they're doing? Yeah, they just want to have sex with each other. Well, right, but no, but they're talking about like the actual breakfast that he had. So oh, that's right, some gross ass breakfast. He was so apparently, talking about. so apparently, Gambit's idea of breakfast was taking granola and rice crisp and chocolate rice krispies and mixing them together, and fucking mixing them together. And so they have some sort of like chocolate milky sludge, milky sludge, and 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 so she's like, he's like, oh, oh, oh bro. Rogue, why did you come down? Why did you come downstairs to have sludgy breakfast with me? And she's like, "Oh, did you save me any?" And he's like, "No, I ate it all. Whatever." Which I mean, look at Gambit. Look, looking at Gambit, he yeah. ain't fucking eating carbs. Well, I mean, if you're you, sometimes you think like if your mutant power is just like you're always in shape. It's probably which could I have that mutant power? Oh yeah, just being That'd fucking be ripped, awesome. and being have I'm constantly power. ripped, but I don't have to do anything for it. Like nothing would make me happy. Apparently, you can eat this asshole breakfast. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Whatever it is, he's like, I made his breakfast, and like Rogue's sounds like, gross. And actually, what's kind of gross is that Rogue is like, why didn't you save some of that ugly, that gross crap for me? Right. He's like, I did. It's in the bowl with the covered with Saran wrap. Ugh. And she's like, I love the sugar rush, mama. Yeah, they just want to fuck. Whatever. And she's yeah, basically, it's just like. It's all just double. It's all just like, we would be fucking well, he, if Rogue. Rogue has the shittiest power. She does. I feel so bad for her. Because who wants that power? You can't fuck anybody. No. You can't even really do it. You basically, the only thing you could do is just go in with a condom. But you can't touch anything. She, kind of just... It would have to be a full body condom. It would have to be a latex. Oh, it would Zen... have to be like the naked gun. It's a latex zentai suit, and that is the only way you can fuck. And then how shitty is that? <laughs> dancing, that dancing. Uh, I, I would like to see dancing in a full body zentai suit. Okay. And it just has like that, you know, like his belt buckle, like demon head, just has like that he's, airbrush. He's... Oh, he's airbrushed like a van. That his Zentai is like airbrushed like a van. Oh, no, Zentai like a is fucking... airbrushed like dancing, like a full body dancing face. No, like, I was just thinking like one of those like vans with like moons and oh, wolves okay. on it. It definitely moves in wolves. Yeah, uh, that's it. It's got to have stilts too because then he could be taller and he'd be happy about that. <laughs> hey, who's that Zentai guy that, with an airbrushed van, airbrushed vent, Zen, Zentai? It's a Zentai? The Zentai suit, yeah. Where, who's that guy in the airbrushed Zentai suit? Wearing uh, a small like, suit. Like, that looks like a 70s van that's also walking in stilts. Oh, that's just dancing. <laughs> I bet that's dancing. <laughs> He's just going to go get some cat litter from Ralph. He's going to get some cat litter and maybe have sex with Rogue on his way out. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, also, yeah, was it 
it also I kind of it's kind of it's also gross too because like she's like, did you leave me any? And he's like. I sucked it all up. And he breathed smoke out of his nose. Oh, I know. I'd be like, get out of my room. This is, I remember this uh, page very vividly from my younger days. Why? And I just, just, well, what, look what's going on here. You got, were you looking Gambit's at Gambit's wearing shorts. <laughs> uh, he's smoking. Rogue, Rogue is like, I love sugar. And then he's like, I sucked all the sugar up. Ooh. This is a bit, this is this is this is it for them. They're just like, hey, we had a shitty breakfast. I I didn't save you any shitty breakfast. You figured you figured he'd be like, yeah, I made some egg whites with some gumbo in it. Mm. Yeah, or beignets. Oh yeah, he probably Shouldn't makes he make, like he must make like a damn good beignet, do right? You remember, do you remember that stupid movie? Can you eat a breakfast beignet? I'm assuming that was that that fuck. That, I always remember that movie Chef. Oh. The, kid's like, the kid's like, I can't wait to eat a beignet. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> you know what? That movie, the more I think about that movie, the angrier I can get. I'm going to tweet at somebody. Speaking of Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Twitter's all about all in that movie. But I'm going to I'm gonna tweet it. Thankfully, nobody's like being like, yeah, it's only one of the tweets that he sends out isn't like, fuck you, Ruby Rose or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, John, John Favreau. Hey, yeah, just John, just tweeting at, just, just as uh, his character tweeting at John Favreau, like, you suck, John Favreau. That would be so funny. <laughs> Actually, that would have been fucked. I, ta- I, I talked to him on the phone once and I didn't know it was him. Hey, that's how it goes sometimes. Yep. That was it. If you don't see him in person, you can't you can't have a thing to say to them. It's no, I was very polite. I just didn't realize it was him. So now we get more flashbacks. We get the flashback of the aforementioned fight. Yo, yeah, between between uh, uh, Kwanin and Matsuo, and her boyfriend, and the boyfriend, and she falls off the roof. Yes, or the fucking thing, or whatever the the cliff. And then we get like her in real life trying to kill him, but she's wearing like a bandana over her eyes because remember she doesn't have any. Yeah. She ripped out the rise, but she could still do, you know, psychic stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, so you now, before we, before we see what happens with that, now we go to uh, uh, we're in Westchester, New York. Yep, Westchester, New York. We're with Psylocke and uh, Angel. He, they're walking down the street. It's cold out. Um, he you- has some sort of device that allows him to just look like a white guy. Yeah. Because he's blue. But yeah, he's like, th- there's a name for it. They say image it. In, image inducer. Yeah, and it's cold, and they're like all bundled up and stuff. What do you think of their outfits? Um, I think they look. I think the dress looks very yeah, nice. Yeah, no, I approve of these outfits. We've got knee high boots, which I always love. Got a nice jacket. Yeah, he got, looks she got, good. She got beret. Yeah, he looks good. He's wearing a nice suit. Yeah, yeah. Get... but I would like to point this out that they're walking down the street and it looks very busy. There's a lot of people out, a lot of kids, a lot of uh-huh. families and stuff. And they're talking about why he looks like a white dude instead of a blue guy. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't want to draw attention to myself and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, yeah, I could see that. Oh, hey, we're in the middle of the street. Look at these eyeballs. <laughs> and she just like pulls him up. I'm like, you didn't want to like draw attention to yourself because I guess she told him over breakfast. She told her breakfast is like, I found these eyeballs. That, that she found some eyeballs and that he was like, well, now that we're in the middle of the street in front of all these children, would you like to show me those eyeballs? And so she does, <laughs> which I'm like, that's not discreet. <laughs> <laughs> you have a whole mansion to do that in. You know, you, you have like, a gigantic mansion. Not only that, or like go behind the. I'm assuming there's an athletic field. Go with. There must be bleachers. Go under the bleachers. <laughs> go under the bleachers. Go under the bleachers and show off your eyes. Like, <laughs> kick the teenagers out that are having sex. 
Right? Tell them, like, hey, I got to show my girl my eyeballs. Where does everybody go to do drugs? Go there. I got to show, I got, my, my girl wants to show me her eyeballs. <laughs> Is that just a euphemism for tits? <laughs> Look at my eyeballs. My eyeballs. Look at my fried eggs. Oh, man. Womp, womp. Yeah. No, basically, she's just like, yeah, she left me these eyeballs. And he's like. So I'm just carrying them in my pocket. That's not weird. And she's like, well, you know, this kind of all ties in with, I guess it ties in. They're trying to figure out how this connects with Mojo or whatever, I Mm -hmm. guess. And maybe it has something to do with Spiral. I mean, at the end, they're like, who could have done this? I'm like, it's fucking Spiral. Right. You knew that. But, you know, whatever. So they're staring at eyeballs in the middle of. Westchester, New York, and then uh, he starts giving her a massage for some reason. He's like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't know." And now, then we're back. Uh, nope. Now we're back with uh, Kawanin and uh, her boyfriend, and she's like, "You know, what did you do to me?" Blah blah blah. And he's like, "You know, I I just wanted you back, so we did this thing." Yeah, and, want you back? Want you back for good? You know. Maybe it wasn't right, but that's what we did. And, and, you know, we can still fix this. Let's go try to to live. And she's like, no, you don't understand that this body is dying. And she, like, rips her shirt open. She's got, like, all the legacy virus all over her. Yeah, it's basically like a bunch of pulsating veins. She looks like she's been attacked by a cat. Oh, yeah. It's actually kind of gross because mostly it just looks like... It is gross. uh, You know, like pink... Like these pink uh, you know, veins or whatever, that all over thing. But then there's like some, there's some white pockets here. Yeah, it's and I'm like, ew. And she's like, this body is dying. I know I don't have enough time. So you know what? You need to do me a favor. Here's a knife. Stab me. And he's, and like, he's like, no, I can't. And she's like, no, you owe me. Please, I don't want to die of this horrible virus. I'd rather just get stabbed to death. So he does. And just as he kills her the virus takes over and i guess it like burns them or kind of like fireworks them i'm not sure well the vi- a lot basically, of light. Well, all these like psychic energies because basically what happened was betsy braddock had all these psychic powers mm-hmm. and she was transferred you know when all this body bullshit was going on they kind of split these powers right so what happened was after he gets she stabs her and she dies or whatever she fucking explodes and a bunch of purple and then uh, Psylocke back in New York is like having like seizures in a car and it causes uh, Angel to crash his car. Yeah. Uh, and thankfully they're okay. But, you know, she realizes that, you know, that person's dead. You know, that uh, revenge is dead. Yes. And that's it. So, uh, yeah. And then, you know, and then she's like, oh, my God, who could have did this? And then we see Spiral and Spiral's like. Yo, it was me. Right. You know, she's just standing. I don't know where the fuck she is. She's just standing. At, uh, is she actually in the tree above them, I think? Yeah, it's a real weird drawing because, like, Spiral is sitting in the tree, but she's got, you know, all the arms and stuff. And then her legs, the way that they're, like, pulled up under her. Yeah. She, her feet are so small and her body's so big. It's just weird. Yeah, her feet are really small. Yeah, for somebody her size, she needs a bigger shoe. She has uh, Bruiser Brody boots, too. I like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, next issue, Spiral is back and she spins a dance of love and hate. <laughs> that sounds like a goth thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, that sounds like something like you would, like, you know, dance of love and hate. 
<laughs> by Nina Hagen or whatever the fuck. But who will turn to face the music? Plus, what or who has gotten into Rogue? She didn't want to get up early to eat a bunch of fucking carbs. Nope. And Dan's, uh, I keep calling, I call him Danzig. Gambit. <laughs> Gambit had to come up in his little shorts and be like, I sucked it all up. Ew. Gross. And that's it. Next issue, Psylocke prepares to battle, spiral, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And uh, that's it for this issue. Uh, the letters page, expressions. Yeah. Meh. I forgot what the Uncanny X-Men was, but expressions, not bad. Meh. Makes sense. Yeah. Pretty accurate. I'm not going to read any letters. Fuck them. Yep. Fuck them. Fuck them. That's it for X-Men, volume two, number 31 from April 1994. Do you want to read the next issue? Um, maybe. We know what happens. I know. Fighting. Yeah, I'll give it a maybe. Mm, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. X-Men in the 90s were, it was one of those things for me that I watched the cartoon, I got into comics, and then I was like, okay, X-Men comics. And then it was like, don't know if I'm ready. For, I, I don't know if I can handle this. There's a lot going on here. And then yeah. like, and, and the thing is, just as I was getting into this, like all this shit's happening. Right. And then like Age of Apocalypse happens. So that fucked up, fucked everything up, you know. You had a, there was a lot going on in the '90s with the X Men. That's why I've never been able to get into the X Men, except for like the animated thing, yeah, where things are like all reduced. There's just so much shit going on and so much history that I'm just like, duh. Yeah, that's that's probably why we don't do a lot of X Men on the yeah, show. Yeah, well, we don't have a ton of it. We don't have a ton of it. There's actually better shows that do explain the X Men. Uh, I think it's. Uh, why am I blanking on Jay and Miles explain the X-Men? Check them out. Or Mi- May- Miles and Jay. I can't remember what it's called. But it's, they do an excellent job at this. Uh, far better than we ever would. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'd probably, yeah, I'm probably not going to track it down. At some point, though, I will read all the X-Men books we have just so I can be like, sure. oh, I am learned. <laughs> and, w- and one day I will uh, one day I will get Mutant Massacre. I will get Inferno because Inferno is all about fucking demons and shit badass mm-hmm. it's tragic as fuck like the 80s man <laughs> maybe the library might have that maybe because i don't know maybe i won't like it at least mm-hmm. i'm wrong at least i'm only renting it rent mm-hmm. a comic guys if you can yeah uh that's it for this week's episode thanks for listening folks uh you can find us again on twitter which for now is at angry hero sean and and i'm at jen stansfield on twitter and instagram Find us on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, and email us, worstcollectionever, at gmail.com. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave us a five-star review if you think we deserve it. That would be dope. And uh, also, check us out on Treasury Cast. Uh, oh, yeah. That, that, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. You can find that on, on Apple Podcasts under Treasury Cast with Rob Kelly. Uh, we were on there, and it was a lot of fun, so you should check that out. Uh, so thanks again for listening, folks, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.